Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. KYW Original Podcasts. What do bees, a bar mitzvah project, and a Philadelphia Inquirer food critic all have in common? I feel like people don't realize how important bees are to our ecosystem. And what I've learned is that even this small effort can really help the surrounding region. Holy honey, it's what's cooking on KYW. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm about to meet Craig LeBan, the food critic for The Inquirer, who I must be the last person in Philadelphia that doesn't know what he looks like. I've actually never met him, but he and his son do a bee program here at Rodef Shalom Synagogue. It was a project for his son's bar mitzvah, um, and they make honey on the roof and sell it during the high holidays. I found out about it when I got the newsletter from the synagogue to which I belong. Apparently, we belong to the same synagogue. And I'm about to meet him and hear all about this project. Nice to finally meet you. Likewise. So I guess we're going to go your, on the... It's your show. You tell me what you want. We're going to go on the roof for you. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going up to the roof. You're a member here, right? I'm a member here. Are you too? Are you also? Yeah, we are. We're not the most... Um, we don't come a whole lot Neither anymore. are we. We're not going to get locked in, are we? Um, Shall I let it go? Uh, I don't know. Actually, let it, you go outside. I'm always nervous about yeah, letting the doors go. Okay. All right, here we are. We're on the roof. I'm Hadass Kuznets on the rooftop of Rodef Shalom Synagogue with Philadelphia Inquirer food critic Craig Laban and his son, Arthur Laban, who started a honey project, a bee project for the synagogue. And now you guys sell honey for the high holidays. So I, I love that it's holy honey, right? That's right. We came up with that name. What better for a honey that's on top of a religious synagogue, right? <laughs> and Arthur, this started with your bar mitzvah project? Yes, so it was all about, we were deciding what I'd do for my bar mitzvah project and the environment and just helping has always been something that I've been very interested in. And at the time, the story about bees dying was a very relevant story. And so we decided that we really want to explore this option as a place that like, we really wanted to help the community in a long-standing way. And this seemed like a great option to do both. How many years has it been since you started the project? Well, so... Five years. Five years, so... 
Yeah, since seventh grade, and I'm a senior now in high school. So, yeah. so how has the hive grown as we're standing here on the roof looking at your hive? So I believe we started with two hives. You can see we have four now. What we did at first was you get a lower yield of honey the first time we have it, and they just need to get kind of comfortable in the space. Now we're getting almost like 80 pounds of honey per yield. So, yeah. How much did you start with? Um, I'd say we would do smaller jars, so... Well, we, our, first har- our first harvest was about 35, 35 pounds of honey, which is really just to get started. We started small. We had to you know, raise money with our friends in the synagogue to help you know, buy the, the hives, the wood, and the bees uh, to get this going. And then it takes a few months, and then you have a full season, and the bees can be there for a year. And now we've been uh, able to harvest about 75 to 80 pounds of honey every fall. So what happens now that you're a senior and you, I'm presuming, are maybe going away to college? Well, I guess the main point of this project in general is to create a lasting effect on the community. So I really wanted it to be something that I can start, but the whole community get involved in and keep it going because I will be going to college and I don't want it to just be something that happens for a few years while I'm here. I want it to be something that kind of stays with the synagogue and is a part of the synagogue and its identity. So who's taking over? Well, we do work with a professional beekeeper, and so he helps us. His name is Don Shump, so he will definitely help us, and then I believe the community will probably help in general. Now, how much do you raise, I guess it's for the synagogue? We raised money first when I was in seventh grade for my bar mitzvah project. So we raised, I'd say, how much? Well, we... We probably started with $1,000 to really get the whole project going. That included, you know, all the equipment, included the animals, you know, and and then it's a self-sustaining project. If you produce that much honey, we can generate about almost $2,000 for the synagogue. So then that pays for the project, then it puts a little bit of money towards the synagogue itself, and then it becomes a self-sustaining project. Project. So the money goes back to the synagogue? That's the idea. And, you know, it's also a wonderful opportunity for education because bees are fascinating and there's so many things to learn about them. And, and they show they tell us so much about community as well. As you know, you know, honey is a, a major part of Jewish tradition with the, with the high holidays. So we're always trying to time the harvest so that we have this, these jars of honey in time for Rosh Hashanah. And uh, this year we made it with plenty of time and yeah. to spare. How much do you sell the jars for and where are they available? The honey costs $15 for an 8-ounce jar. They're available at Rodef Shalom. I know they're selling them in the lobby on Sunday mornings, and they're always available during the weekdays from the office. So we have to mention that, you know, food is a big part of your profession. What's it like for you as a food critic to be working side-by-side side with your son? It's amazing. You know, the whole thing began because he had this incredible compassion and awareness for the environment and a caring for something larger than himself. And I think it was a natural thing for us to sort of connect that with the food world and to see how it connects to the community at large. Because certainly for me, uh, writing about food has always been more about than just what you eat. It's about the community and the things that draw us together. And the whole notion of bees and honey and community is, is, is just so powerful. And he knew that intuitively. And that's why this has been an enduring project. And I understand you're also taking this to your new school, because you're now in a new school this year. 
Yes, so I'm in the same school. We just moved buildings, so we are now across the street where Ben Franklin High School was. We have co-located with them now. You're with the Science Leadership Academy. Science Leadership Academy. So what we're doing now is I am trying to create a new club that incorporates both the kids from Science Leadership Academy and Ben Franklin High School together so we can both learn from the bees and also it would again be a self-sustaining project. As we work with Don Shump again, we will put the beehives up there and try and sell them and have this club go on as I leave. You're putting them to work. You know, I can't say enough about Don Shump. He has the Philadelphia Bee Company He's one of the few professional beekeepers in the region. And Don is an incredibly knowledgeable person who's incredibly generous with his time. He truly loves bees and people who love bees. And we could never have done it without him. There's so much to learn about how bees live and behave and act and everything. When we come up here with Don, we always come up here with Don. We put on our bee suits and Arthur lights up the smoker and we completely cover those bees, those hives in a, in a daze of pine needle smoke so they can relax and then we just follow Don's lead and he's he's like amazing. So what are you learning with the kids at the school and it's like a nice collaborative project. Well yes so again the reason I started this was a lot about how the environment and climate change as a whole and so there's a lot of things dependent on bees for the agriculture in our society is largely dependent on the pollination of bees and I feel that a lot of people don't realize what they do for us and how important they are to us to be able to live and sustain the population that we have so I felt that this among other ways was a great intro for a lot of people into this talk about climate change as well as a way to really help in the moment. What's it like to bring both schools together? Well, it's definitely already being done a lot. There are a bunch of clubs that are focusing on this. I mean, bringing them together. And I just wanted to also be able to bring this climate conversation to both schools because it's something that should be talked about by everybody not just you know one school and so when I wanted to bring both communities together because as we are now one building it made more sense for us to think of ourselves as one instead of two separate things so it just made sense for me to be able to bring both of them together to both expand this talk about climate change as well as bring the people together. What have you learned? Well, I've just learned a lot about how connected everything is. I mean, again, I feel like people don't realize what, how much important bees are to our ecosystem. And what I've learned is that even this small effort can really help the surrounding region. I mean, bees will forage in a two-mile radius of their hives, and they will pollinate everything around it, and that really helps. So I think that it's just helped me realize how important they are and help me realize how important it is to spread awareness for things like this that are really, I think, had a moment but have gone somewhat under the radar as the problem continues with bees dying off. And I think that just in general, everything is very connected. And I think we need to realize that. Yeah. As we kind of mentioned, this does weave into the story of food that you tell. Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the interesting things about bees is they're obviously, you know, a global concern, but they're incredibly local because they forage from all the flowers and the foliage that grow around us. So when you taste this honey, it's the taste of where we live. I say it's North Philly you know, wildflower terroir. And it's beautiful and it's complex and it's interesting and everybody loves it. I've never met anybody who tasted honey that didn't smile. Do you taste a difference in the honey from year to year? It's surprising. This year's, and it depends just like every growing season, every vintage, every year is different for farmers and agriculture all around. That's true of the wild foliage depending on how the weather goes. This year's harvest, the honey is noticeably lighter than last year, but it's elegant. When you taste it, there's all these different nuances and flavors that come out from this honey. And our honey, which is 
really centered around North Philadelphia, this section here is completely different from the honey in South Philadelphia and West Philadelphia. So, you know, it's something that makes you feel like you're of a place. Sounds like honey is much like wine in that it's regional. Absolutely. Even, truly, even more, even more so. Like hyper-regional. Super hyper-regional. Super hyper-regional. I like that. If you were writing about this honey, what would you say? I think this honey is light, but it's like sunshine, you know, and you, you absolutely taste the, a brightness and there's a little bit of a little mintiness on the end there's a you taste of sort of these are this is the spring honey came from the spring flow so that's right when the flowers are all blooming and it's bright it's really alive is there anything that you learned that you didn't know before i mean of course i've learned a lot more about bees in general and i think that a lot of people there's a stigma against bees because they do have stingers well at least honeybees do that they are something to kind of like swat away although they are actually very gentle I'm Unless they feel threatened and they're just very important so I feel like I've learned a lot about when I like see bees or other animals to really think about what is their impact on the world before I really like create an idea of them in my mind. What do you think when you hear your son talk about these things? That's amazing. It started with a greater awareness of the importance and as you kind of dive deeper into a subject and something as complex as bees, you learn all the subtleties and nuances and details. The thing that I think is unique for us is this is a real hands-on experience. We worked with Don to literally like put these wood hives together, we painted them together, you know, we learned how to spin the comb and the honey frames and the centrifuge and watch that honey kind of trickle out. You know, we've seen every sort of step of the process and it's not all anymore I think you get to do something so hands-on and so involved that's this is like an ancient practice that I don't think a lot of people know about and to sort of do that with Arthur and every step of the way you know raising money and organizing people and seeing how enthusiastic people are to support this is really a revelation for both of us but to share it with him is very special for me any final words Arthur just I want everybody to, if possible, to come out and be able to be a part of this community because it'll be very welcoming. And I think if you get hands-on with bees or other animals like this, you will definitely see a new side of these ecosystems that we're a part of. And so if you have the opportunity, just take it, and you'll be very glad you did. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. This is a lot of fun. Thanks for being interested. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.